Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, peeps. I want to let you in on a little secret. The guys over at CLNS actually don't know everything about sports. It's true. We're close, of course, but we're always trying to learn more. And one of my go-to spots for content on all things sports is The Athletic. And now you can be just like us and subscribe, except you can subscribe for 40% off. Go to theathletic.com slash thegarden. 24 games left in the Celtics season. What kind of leader is Kyrie Irving really going to be coming down the stretch? Guys, I don't know about you, but the last thing I think Celtics fans wanted to see from Kyrie Irving coming out of an all-star break in which he played for the first time since a knee injury. (laughs) We know how you feel about that. Yes, we do. (laughs) But the last thing Celtics fans wanted to see was Kyrie Irving making news off the court in an interview with ESPN's Rachel Nichols. I don't think Celtics fans wanted to see this kind of distraction from Kyrie talking about what leadership really should be all about. No, and I think, you know, if you go past – Go back, like, the last month or so. I think fans are slowly more and more getting more and more yep. fed up with this guy. No question. And it gets to the point where it's like, no one's questioning how skillful he is. Mm-hmm. They're just questioning, like, is it worth it's it? Is, is it worth <laughs> it? Is it? Yeah, is this guy going to drive me off a wall before the Celtics ever win a championship? I don't know. Sounds like your ex-girlfriend. Go, exactly. <laughs> going back to the interview, though, it, it just goes back, like, why? Why did you feel the need to sit down and go on this, you know, clearly – the questions were going to be softballish type right. questions. We all know that. He's not going to sit down and get grilled by Rachel Nichols. That's just, he, well, why would he agree to that? You know, so we knew that was going to happen. Right. And it just felt like, almost like the free agency tours in February. It's, it's not about the team. And, you know, these guys, they go away for a week and they're rejuvenated, they're coming back. And now it's just like, nope, back to exactly where we were when we left. The thing that kills me too, out of that whole seven minutes, the media, right? He's, he hones in on, this is a media. And he is... Cr- creating the narrative media has broken up locker rooms like it's been done before like where you say something and it's misinterpreted and instead of addressing it with the person or individual like human interaction you read it on your phone like you read it on a text somebody says that hey did you see what this person said about you and it's your teammate and you're like wait i didn't hear that and then you hold back you don't say anything to them and then throughout the season it ends up coming out again you brought up our celtics fans going to grow tired of this. I don't think anybody cares whether or not the Celtics fans grow tired of it. And Celtics fans don't, you know, have a thick skin. We all know that. Mm -hmm. It's whether or not the players that play with him in that dressing room have an issue with Kyrie. That's already, yeah. Yeah, but for him to bring up the name Terry Rozier, dude, you got to pay your dues just like I did. You know, I'm two years older than he is. I had to wait my time. 
two those years are, older. <laughs> but those are strong words. And if he wanted a guy like Terry Rozier on board, that was not the way to go about it. Hey, I'm 26 years old, heading into my prime. Like, why do I have to wait for anybody? You know, Terry Rozier is a, you know, he played in the playoffs. He did extremely well. Coming back, that's a natural competition that me and him have. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, no one wants to say it, but I will. It's part of their growth. When you have winning in mind, then, you know, you just, you got to understand that. You got to do what it takes, but you got to understand your teammates. You know, it's funny because I've, I've heard Rozier say nothing but great Me things too. about right. Kyrie to the media. So for then Kyrie to sit down and, and, and just throw his name out there saying, you know, you know, that's just one player. They're, they're fighting for the same minutes. You know, they're fighting for the, for the same position. It's like, I don't know if Kyrie realizes it, that he's becoming the same player he called up and apologized exactly to. Right. He's literally making all these teammates feel the same way that he felt about LeBron. And that isn't to say that he's right. Just because he went and apologized for LeBron for what he did, that doesn't mean that he was, that LeBron was, you know, wrong back then, right. you know? So I just think that it's, it's, it's just the, it's such a weird situation that he's created. You know, when, when you have a bunch of players who are very talented, very skilled, and they want to win. No, right. I have no reason to believe that none of these guys don't have the same ultimate goal, but it's just, it almost feels like he's turned it into you know, look at me, you know, I, you know, I want to be the guy, and everyone just fall into line behind me. I hate like, the, like Max, like Cedric Maxwell, crawl on my back, yeah, boys, and I'll carry the right, championship. Right. That's not what this is, Kyrie. Right, right. and I, 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 I hate to even, as far as Kyrie. I, just I, say I, it. I don't want to say what? it. Dude, no. I don't care if he doesn't come back. I almost don't want him back. But so I don't know, want Kyrie you know, Irving back. At this moment, neck. I don't let want me, him back. I'd rather lose. something that I get on you a lot off Believe camera for all the time. When Kyrie first said in August that his vision was to really re-sign in Boston, I'm going to be Part in of why I don't want him back. And then he I to told you? you at that time, until the deal's done, it's not done. You did. Jimmy right. did. A couple yeah. people did. But the green teamers, they... Oh, they, you're looking at me as I'm a green no, teamer. Well, no, I'm, the green teamers, there was a lot of people. The dude Celtics put Twitter. on the hook. Celtics Twitter was all about, oh, Kyrie's back, let's, you know, let's go. But until you go through that season, you go through those trying times, and you see how things shake out, you never know what's going to happen. So It was an encouraging sign that he was taking on the leadership role. He was taking sure. that role. He was putting himself out on a limb, right. potentially leaving money on the table to announce not to his teammates or to the, or to the fans. It wasn't to the media. But the cynic would say. The cynic cla- should have said. The cynic would say right. that's classic Kyrie it is. playing to the audience just like he played it, it, to the audience in the Rachel Nichols It, it is a good point for why I don't want this guy back on the Celtics. If he's willing to do this, not just to the, the greatest sports city in the country, uh, but also one of the greatest front offices in the NBA, he's never going to be trusted. It's always going to be. He's gonna sign, if he signs in Boston, he's going to sign a one-and-one and we're going to be going through this all over again next year, and no. he's going to love it again. And I don't want to deal with it, dude. I'd rather enjoy covering the games on a team who likes to play and has fun with each other than deal with this bullshit. I mean, I'll just close with saying I, I, if, if Kyrie shows that he does want to return to the team and he does sign that long-term deal, then I don't think we're having a lot of the same issues that we're having. Right now, it's just the fear of the unknown. It's like, why is he, is he here for no, the taunting. long haul? He's taunting. Is he here for the long haul? And I think the players are wondering, you know, the teammates are wondering the same thing. It's like, why are we going to buy into you if you won't buy into us? This, sell, this garden report is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first buy-in.